City Limits is bringing out the sad ones yeah, today, Ron. Yeah, I know. Closing time. That is always a sad night when they say last call, you know? There's no Although worse feeling. I, I haven't heard that in years. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia, Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder & Associates. A personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. It's been a hell of a week, starting with the announcement at 10 a.m. sharp on Monday. Uh, Ron making the announcement that he is hanging up the cleats. He's heading off to Florida. And that Thursday, which is today, would be his final show. Sunday would be his final column. And as I've mentioned to him this week, uh, anybody that we as a team here have reached out to a bunch of us this week to ask, would you like to come on and say farewell to Ron and say a few words to Ron? Every single one of them has said, tell me when in oh, so many man. words. That's so nice. And you have a list. I have there a list of we, who we've talked to or how many Hall of Famers. Hall of, hall, how many Hall of Famers. All right. I'm, I got three guys that I think, well, one is an absolute lock. Terry Francona yeah. is an absolute First ballot Stone lock. cold, yeah. Um, I think Rick Tockett has a chance. Yeah. If he wins a title in Vancouver, maybe, too. I think B.A., Bruce Arians, has a chance, too. Sure. And they're putting in a coach type every year. Yes. I, th- so those – Frank Cohn, I'm going to count as a lock. And then uh, the other two are going to – it's going to be interesting. Here's the list of Hall of Famers. Yes. It started with Doc Emmerich. Pretty good leadoff hitter. Jim Leland. In. Jerome Bettis, hmm. Jack Ham, Ben Roethlisberger. I think he's going to make it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. He's not in. Yeah, he go, he goes in the Francona category. Yes, that's right. I have him in there already because he's a lot. First ballot, you think? Yes, I do. I do. Mel Blunt. Yep. Billy Knight. Yes. John Calipari. Wow. So that's if I count the the four. Uh, six, uh, three, six, nine, ten, eleven. And Render has to be in the Whitfield Hall oh, of Fame, yeah. right? And, and Mike Semanic is going in too. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And Folsey's in the Cook and Joe Hall of Fame. He is in the Hall, Cook and Joe Hall of Fame. That is incredible. It's just a tribute to you, Joe, and and you and everybody else who put this together. It's just, I'll never forget this week. I can tell you that. Yes, Pomp was gigantic there, and as I mentioned, uh, Folsey and. Horse. Horse has some, a Rolodex uh, they came still, up with, probably. With numbers left. Oh, Horse has a huge Rolodex. It's bigger than Mulsey's cranium. <laughs> Ponies come up big for us. Uh, and little city limits in here. Look at him in there, Ron. It looks like Kazoo. Don't, don't forget our man Charlie Borges who worked there. Yeah. And Sean, don't call me Seth Myers. Him too, yes. Right. Both of those guys. They have made it happen. Speaking of which, uh, city limits here. Scared up an old song uh, sung, I think, by you and Vinny together over oh, Christmas. Me and Vinny. One year. Yeah. Not, not, that's not yeah. Gilligan's Island. No, no, no. This is you and Vinny oh, uh, performing a Christmas song, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. I don't, I don't want to do this show with Starkey. He's a little weird. <laughs> he sings all those songs in the breaks, and he goes, 93-7. I don't understand what the problem is, Ron. I think we can Austin, do a good hold on. That's better. not the take. Clip it. But Clip that's it. good. We'll leave it roll. It's wonderful. No, no I got I to gotta set that up. Oh, I, th- okay. I thought we had the bo- the Ron Jovi song, the, 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 oh, the that, Christmas song. That's a Giannotti special, too. 
It's in. Okay, you look for that. As soon as we compliment hear, everybody, things go south. I want to hear what that was going on. This too. this was you and I talking to each other. I think it may have been Greg Giannotti's interpretation. Oh no, no, it is exactly of, Greg Giannotti's of interpretation. Of you and I talking to each other. Start from the beginning. No, I, don't, I don't want to do this show with Starkey. He's a little weird. <laughs> he sings all those songs in the breaks, and he goes ninety three seven. <laughs> I don't understand what the problem is, Ron. I think we can do a good show together. Listen to me. Listen to me sing. Sports Radio 93.7. The fan. I don't like him. He's a weirdo. Get him away from me. Get him away from me. He's a weird guy. I don't want to be in the same room with that guy. Sounds, sounds pretty good to me. Oh, my God. That was Giannotti. Huh? He did that on our show for oh us. Oh, my God. Might have been. He might have been at a Super Bowl. That was yeah. an act of genius oh right there. Oh, my God. He's a weirdo. I never sang during the breaks, did I? Oh, you sang all the time. I'll never forget when you started singing one of my songs and Shelby Cassessi was in here doing yep, the news yep, and yep, she yep. turned to me and then to you and said, you broke him. He, You broke me. I know. that was. I think that was the horticulture expert. Yeah, that was, that was the one. He's a horticulture guy. I, 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 I. <laughs> that was the one. Oh. And I think you're going to be singing these for a long time, oh, Ron, particularly God. with time on your hands, right? I, I, I just hope it doesn't turn into nightmares for me yeah it might you may wake up sweating in the middle of the night oh man that that was giannotti was tremendous wow was that good now you, you got to find bon jovi do you have bon jovi ron jovi ron yeah. jovi yeah this is gonna this be, is uh, another giannotti if you find it, special. let me know okay city limits i think i have it in just give me a minute here we we'll also have another special guest that wants to talk to ron really yes that just like called a, in on the hotline an actual person an actual person. <laughs> Ron, this is unscheduled. Uh, I don't know who it is. Let's be surprised. Put him on, Mr. P. Mr. P. Hello? 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 Yes, hello. Hi. It's Mrs. Hester calling you, Mr. Cook. Oh, Mrs. Wow. Hester. You've heard me talk about Mr. Hester. Thank this you is, very kindly, Mrs. Hester. This is Mrs. Hester, who you heard me say was my daughter's third grade teacher and the best she ever had. Wow. How are you, Mrs. H? I am very well. I'm donating my lunch to getting to listen to you. I cannot believe it's your last day. We just absolutely love you, Mr. Cook. I have to tell you, those of you all know him, of course, you know that he's a sports icon. Everyone knows Mr. Cook. My students know Mr. Cook. Everyone asks about Mr. Cook. Um, but he was a fantastic dad. That's the part that you really don't know, the behind-the-scenes things. Mr. Cook is such an incredible supporter of his daughter, Taylor, whom I absolutely love. I'll talk a little bit about Taylor, too. But I just want to say, in spite of his unbelievable schedule, he was always filming downtown or he was, you know, on the radio or something. He always made sure to make everything. He was at open house. He was at any anything that we did. If it's a field day or something like that, Mr. Cook was always there. Um, we really do call each other Mr. Cook, and he calls me Mrs. Hester. It's funny. Old habits just can't break. Um, but we love him more than you can possibly believe. Well, let me and, let me interrupt you for one second because I, <laughs> I I remember this night vividly. Terry Fox called me up to tell me I had the job in two thousand. Our old uh, our old program yeah. in two thousand and ten. And uh, my family and the Hesters had dinner at Red Robin is where I, I, I celebrated having the job. And my hope then was to get four years so I could get my kid through school. And here I am 14 years later, Mrs. Hester. 
and I can't believe you're leaving. Uh, I'm going to warm weather, though. I'm going to warm weather. Well, Mr. Hester and I will find some way to get down there and visit you. We need to see Taylor, too. We haven't seen her for such a long time. Well, you come Taylor, you okay. come down there. You come down, and she'll be. She's going to be there with me for a while. So that I think it's wonderful. And Taylor, oh my goodness, he has given her so much in terms of himself. She's you know articulate, very articulate. She is a problem solver. She is just absolutely amazing. Sitting on my desk right now, no one will believe this. I wish you had video right now, but I have a little Taylor trivia. She had made me Taylor's trivia. So every day in my class, because I am still teaching, who knows, I'll be joining you soon in retirement probably, but I have Taylor's trivia and little brightly colored notes of little facts of the day. Um, Today was about cockroaches. (laughs) 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 Something about cockroaches and what they eat and everything. Um, and that they can even survive radiation. Pretty amazing cockroaches, but, and that is from Taylor. So, you know, I'm sure that in the city of Pittsburgh, the memory of you will go on just like the memory of Taylor having her. Uh, You're so kind, Mrs. H. Thank you for calling, and I'll be in touch with you and Mr. Hester. Thank you, Mrs. Hester. Thank you so much. Love you. Bye, everyone. Bye. How sweet was that? That was amazing. She's my daughter's third grade teacher. And that's Mr. Hester's wife. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you a story about you know, my kid, and you had, I'm sure, your kid never, didn't always want to go to bed when you said to, right? Right. Did she want to stay up a little longer? Of course, yes. So my kid had Mrs. Hester, third grade, and uh, she comes home one day, and they were having standardized tests the next day, and she goes, well, it's 8 o'clock, I'm going to bed. I go, what do you mean you're going to bed? She goes, Mrs. Hester said to go to bed at 8 o'clock. <laughs> I love that. That's the impact she had. That is great. Oh, man, those wonderful people. Well, now we go from that, Ron, the very touching moment, to, oh, uh, here we to go. Ron, Jovi. Ron Jovi. How does Giannotti get on this show eight times today? He's here been on. Go. He was on it yesterday. Yes. The entire Ron Jovi promo. Uh, it actually, this isn't Giannotti. This is actual audio of uh, Ron and his old partner, Vinny. Uh, uh, no, Vinnie. it is not. But go ahead. We're going to rock. Live at Foster Plaza for one show only. This Saturday, get ready for Ron Jovi. Oh, we're halfway there. Oh, living on a prayer. Take my hand. We'll make it easy, I swear. Oh, living on a prayer. Ron Jovi, like you've never heard it before. Your love's like bad medicine. Bad medicine is what I need. Oh, shake it up just like a bad medicine. There ain't no doctor that can cure my disease. Bon Jovi Live. Bad, this Saturday. Bad medicine. Shot through the heart. And you're to blame, darling. You give love. A bad thing. And you thought Bon Jovi was good. Ron Jovi Live. Come on now. Good morning, Pittsburgh. It's the Vinny and Cook Show. Not today. It's Ron motherfucking Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> Tickets on sale at all. Ticket best travel to charge my phone. Shot through the heart. 
and you're to blame. You give love a bad name, bad name. I play my part and you play your game. You give love a bad name, bad name. You give love a bad name. <laughs> I hate you, Vinny. Ron Jove hates you. Woo! <laughs> oh, Joe. We forget how talented Giannotti was. That's why he is where he is right now. I how thought Vinny might make him. an appearance there. Oh, you heard him at the end. He goes, I hate you, Vinny, pretending he's my voice, you know? <laughs> I hate uh, you, Vinny. It, how about that song? I mean, we've had him on for three different things that he I put know. together right. so creatively. You said you texted me? What's the secret here, uh, City Limits? We'll let people behind the scenes. Is somebody on the line? Yeah, we heard from our friends, the Hesters. What about our friend, Mr. Reuter, Ron? Uh-oh. Wow. Mr. Reuter. Hello, Mr. Reuter. Hey, Ron. How you doing, buddy? Bob Beal here. I'm good, Bob. Thank you for calling. How are you, man? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. This retiring bit, what's this all about? Well, I'm getting old, and I'm getting tired, and I've about had enough of Starkey, so I'm moving on. I don't blame him. How are you doing? Uh I'm doing fantastic, fantastic. So I just want to wish you the best of luck and thank you for all the support you've done for us and thank you very much for all the work you've given us. Oh, I appreciate thank that, you, Bob, Bob, a lot. That's Mr. Reuter. At the end of our segment every day, we say, thank you, Mr. Reuter. Thank That's you, Mr. Mr. Reuter. Reuter right there. Thanks, Bob. Stay well. You're welcome, Ron. You have a good day. All right, you too. See you, Bob. How about that? That was a treat, huh? Mr. Reuter. I got another one coming for you, too. Okay. Up next, I'm talking. Okay. Uh, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised with this one. Would you like to do a little Super Bowl trivia, Ron? Yeah, right now? I would. Steelers Super Bowl trivia. If I lose this, I'm going to – if I lose this, I'm going to move out of town. Uh, if Mr. P wins, I won't call him Mr. P anymore. You've I'll done go, it three times since you said that. I'll go back to city limits. City limits, are you ready? You're a young guy here. Yeah, I feel we'll, bad that some of this is ancient history. but We'll uh, find out. When you work in this market, you got to know your ancient history, right? Yep. That's right. All right. Keep track of who gets these correct. You ready? Let's do it. Steelers Super Bowl trivia. Super Bowl 45 against the Packers. The Steelers had a rousing comeback toward the end of the game, and they scored on a two-point conversion to make it 28-25. We'll give Ron first crack at the first one. Who scored that conversion and how? The two-pointer. Man, I don't know. I don't know. Limits? Well, I'm not going to guess Rashard Mendenhall rushing into the end zone. That would be wrong. I'm going to say it was a Ben passing play to Heath Miller for two points. It was an Antoine Randall L. run on a little trick play at the goal line. Jet sweep. Like an end around, yeah. a jet sweep. I think Matt Canada, Matt Canada learned yeah. from that. <laughs> he called it from NC State. All right. All right. We're, that, it's we're a scoreless for one. tie. Terrible. It's, a, it's good. Super Bowl 43. The Cardinals scored a safety in that game, City Limits. Yes, you they go did. first on this one. How did they score their safety? There was holding in the end zone. By who? Was it Jeff Hardings? Ron? I wouldn't have got that. It's He wasn't right. There was uh, holding in the end zone, but Jeff Hardings wasn't on that ball club. Not Who was Kiamatu? it? Justin Hartwig. Justin Hartwig. Okay. Very close. So he Very gets close. that one. He gets that I wore his he Super Bowl ring. He gets a half on that. All right, a half a point. 0. 0.5. I'll take half. Okay. Give me something I know. I'm trying. 
These are really good, by the way. Like, why don't you tell me who was the quarterback of the Steelers? Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, <laughs> in, the, in that other in that same game, Super Bowl forty three against the Cards. Other than Heath Miller, there's one other Steeler tight end that caught a pass in that game. Ron Jeremy Tuman. No. Limits. Was Matt Spath on that team? Matt Spath. Tum- okay. Oh my God. Tuman. Yeah, Tuman was back in the, in Detroit. This is incredible. Remember, Tuman had a chance. I think if Ben hadn't made that tackle, I remember Nick Harper was the guy running right, it right, back. Right, right, right. I think Tuman might have caught him there. You get first crack at He's this one. One and a half, Mr. Uh, one P. and a half to nothing. This is a great one. You better call Mr. P all you can now because <laughs> if he wins, you're done. There was one Steeler running back who had carries in both Super Bowls 43 and 45. 43 and 45. So the games against the Cards and the Packers, there was only one running back on the Steelers that had a, at least one carry in both games. Who was it? I'm going to say Isaac Redman. Good guess, but wrong. Ron? Isaac Redman. Oh, see, I keep, I had you a know, Willie Parker played earlier. I keep thinking. Yeah. That was my first thought, too. Yeah, but he he was back in 40. He, he did uh, play yeah. against the Cardinals, but not the Packers. Uh, go ahead, tell us. Mowelde. Oh, I see the, the touchdown pass. If you see it from the the bench area, they yeah. show it. It's Antonio pulling that in from the, the Steelers. That was their Steelers sideline. You see, uh, Mowelde Moore was twenty one. Yes, he's, he's running down the field, holding up his arms. What a great question that, that is, was! Wow, did you come up with this stuff? Okay, um, who's first here, Ron? True or false? Antonio Brown had at least one catch in a Steelers Super Bowl in his career. True or false? False. True. (laughs) He had one catch for one yard against the Packers. That that, is incredible. Is he a rookie that year? Is that right? Is he a rookie that year? Yeah, I think so. Was that the year he had the ball off his helmet against Baltimore? Yes, it was. Why don't you ask me stuff that I know? I I thought there was a 50% chance of that one. Limits, you're next. You don't get obviously you don't get credit for that. It's one point five to nothing. Who has more Super Bowl sacks in his Steelers career? Ziggy Hood or James Harrison? This this feels like a trick question. Maybe it is, maybe it's not, Mr. P. I don't know. I'm gonna go with James Harrison. Ron? I'm gonna go with Ziggy Hood. You're both wrong. They tied at one apiece. (laughs) A trick question. <laughs> it was a trick question. How about Lamar Woodley? Lamar Woodley. He had way more. He had way, way more. more. He had four in the last two games. Uh, who had the most? I don't even have the answer to this. Yes, I do. Who had the most catches from either team in Super Bowl 30? Steelers, Cowboys. Most catches in that game. Who's first? <laughs> Larry Brown. <laughs> That's actually a great answer. The two, you know what? Larry Brown was a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, and cashed in on a big contract and yeah. never lived up no. to it. Those I don't know, did two, he have two interceptions the rest of his career? Those two interceptions in that game made him a wealthy man. Uh, who were the receivers on it? Yancey Thigpen, maybe. Great guess, but not correct. Either team, Cowboys or Steelers, who had the most catches in that game? I'm going to say Michael Irvin for the Cowboys. And you would be wrong. It's Andre Hastings had 10 catches in that game. He's the other guy that played with Thigpen. Yes. 
You got to avoid a shutout here. Ron. I know. What's going on here? Yeah, I got obscure questions. I'm looking for Larry Brown from the Cowboys. I want to know if he if he ever had another interception in his whole career after that game. He signed a big contract with somebody. I'm going to find it right here. What year was that? 95, correct? Yep. Super Bowl 30. He had one interception the rest of his career. And two in that game. Wow, for Oakland. You know, they, you know what else I remember about that game? Huh? Was it the beginning of the second half that Cower kicked the onside yeah, kick? Yeah, let's go and, onside, Chan. And, and I knew, I think Bobby April was the special teams coach. Yeah. And he didn't ask his input. Chan's. Chan Gailey. Yeah. Chan, what do you think? Should we do it, Chan? What do you think? He didn't, and Bobby April, I think, was replaced after that. One of my favorite plays in Steelers Super Bowl history. Okay, Ron, you go first. See, here. that was a. I knew that. Which, okay, which Steeler in the win over the Rams, the last of the '70s Super Bowl, returned five kickoffs for 162 yards, including a game changer? Five kickoffs for 162 yards. Seventy-nine. Larry Anderson. There we go. It's 1.5 to 1. I got one. I would not have gotten that. Would you have? Okay. I got that. Okay. I'm rallying. I'm rallying. Oh, he's he's coming up from behind. Here's another one that's right up Ron's alley here, uh, Mr. P. 1978. I think we all may agree that was the best of the Steelers Super Bowl teams. They came within 10 points of going 19 and 0 that season. They were 14 and 2 and then 3 and 0 in the playoffs. Could have been 19-0 and except for 10 points. They lost two games in the regular season. Name one of the two teams they lost to. I'll go, I'm going to go, was that the year they lost to Cincinnati in the snow? No. Okay, that wasn't but that year. You know what? You jumped the gun, so you still get your answer, Ron. It's his last day. It is. You go first. I'm going to say Oakland Raiders. Wrong. One of the two teams they lost to, Ron. Not Cincinnati. Huh? Nope. Cleveland? Nope. Houston Oilers? Who? Yes. Can't get three guesses. No, he That's can't. That was second. He cheated. Yeah. Houston uh, Oilers. Earl Campbell Houston had three Oilers. touchdowns at Three Rivers Stadium in a game the Oilers won by a touchdown. And then they went out to L.A. and John Capaletti had a pretty good game in a 10-7 Rams win over the Steelers. I, I didn't remember. They came within two scores of 19-0. and 0. Oh, man. With that great offense, defense. I got one. Let me just jump in with one and see yeah. if you know it. Please. Of all the Steeler Hall of Famers from that era, there's like, what, 10 or 12 of them? Yes. One did not play in that last Super Bowl. He was hurt and didn't play. Jack Ham. Jack Ham. And you know why I know that? That why? Because I looked up the depth chart from that game. I was counting up Hall of Famers today, and I'm like, where is he? I think Robin Cole or Lauren yeah. Taves or somebody played in his. I think so. Ham did not play. And I think I want to say he had an ankle injury or something, and he retired. I mean, not long after that. I think That's he came amazing. back and played the next year, but he was never the same. Never Who's the up same. first here? Uh, On city limits? I think he can go. How many receiving yards did Lynn Swan and John Stallworth? They both played. Are you cheating, city limits? What's he looking at back there, know. Ron? I'm not. He I'm has getting a computer stuff, in front I'm getting of him. stuff ready for what the update. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Stallworth and Swan both played in the Super Bowl against the Vikings. The first one the Steelers played in and won. How many receiving yards did Swan and Stallworth combine for in that Super Bowl? 
57, 23, 11, or minus 7? Well, it wasn't minus 7. You said 53, 27, 11, or minus 7. I'm going to say 27. Ron? Uh, I don't think they did much in that game because it was such a defensive game. I'm going to say 11. Minus 7. Lynn Swan had the only catch for minus 7 wow. yards. That's unreal. Isn't that incredible? I, I, I mean, Franco had a good game that day. Ron, it's and a, I think Larry Brown. Yeah, he caught, won the game. Larry yeah. Brown caught a touchdown pass in that game. Their defense right? and Franco. Ron, you have a chance. This is winner. This is winner. Go home. Okay. This is the last question. Ron has first crack at it. This man sacked Roger Staubach four times in Super Bowl ten, oh, and knows. again I, I and again in Super Bowl thirteen. I know this one. L.C. Greenwood. Greenwood. Give him a hand, Austin. Good job, Ron. I mean, Mr. P. <laughs> now he can call you Mr. P. No, oh, no, he still can't. That one, that one was an easy one. Do we know that on the steel curtain defenses of the 70s, and sacks were kept unofficially then, by the way, that L.C. Greenwood was the best pass rusher with 73 and a half sacks? Why is he not in the Hall of Fame? Uh, Chuck Noll always asks that. A lot of Steeler people have always asked that. Just, I think, Steeler fatigue. They, they, they thought they, we can't put every guy on their defense into the Hall of Fame. He sacked Staubach, who wasn't easy to sack, four times in Super Bowl You know, his Bowl nickname 10. was Roger the Dodger, right? They didn't call him that for nothing. Nope. Wow. What a player. Very good, Ron. You win. Nah, not very good. I should have been better than that. I mean, they were kind of obscure They questions. were obscure. What was my favorite one was uh, who has more Super Bowl sacks, Ziggy Hood or James Harrison? <laughs> Both have tied. One. That one. is incredible. I still can't get over one of the many legends that we had on this week was Larry Foote saying that Kendrell Bell, that James Harrison basically couldn't carry his jock yeah. in terms of being an explosive tackler. Yes. I'll never that that's amazing to me. I still can't believe it. And Peter King telling us that in 40 years of covering football, Heinz Ward's the best all-around wide receiver. That was music to my ears that he's seen. All right, an old friend of Ron's joins us next. The one o'clock hour, the way it's lined up now anyway, is going to be all time spectacular. Incrinculent? Level of incrinculency? Some would say that. Yes. Did I do Twitter and text already? Limits. I'm losing track of everything. You did. The only one is restart. Fan. What? Is that on there? Restart. What? <laughs> Who needs a restart? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I'll give it to you. The fan hot. We need a restart. Is pro- <laughs> we need a restart. <laughs> the fan hot. I've never heard that before. The fan hotline is presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. And, uh, yes, a treat coming up next. Ron, you have a read, do you not here? I do. For the last time, I'm going to talk about Guess Mr. what else has happened, by the way, what? real quick. We arranged for you to have, I think, one of your favorite foods here coming in. I think it might be in right now. I'm going to go check. All right. Thank you, Joe. Uh, I'm going to talk about Mr. Rooter Plumbing. You just heard Bob Beal, the owner, call in, which is amazing to me. Um, I've known Bob for quite a while, and I've – had so much respect for his plumbing company, Mr. Rooter Plumbing. I love the slogan that Bob came up with that uh, uh, it, it's it's just so succinct and right to the point. Quote, we're Mr. Rooter. Call us. We're the best plumbers in the business. That sums it up. 
Bob Beal has built a plumbing company empire that has lasted almost 21 years in this market and continues to get bigger, better, stronger every single day. I can't recommend them enough if you have a major plumbing problem like a fractured sewer line. How about something simple like a broken water heater? The only number to call, 412-ROOTER2, 412-ROOTER2. Um, the website's a good one. Check it out, MrRooterPittsburgh.com. 50-plus trucks out on the road every day ready to head to your home or your business to fix any kind of plumbing problem you have. 412-ROOTER2, and let me say it for the last time, and I've said it, Tons and tons and tons of times. Pittsburgh's number one full-service plumbing company, Mr. Rooter Plumbing.